Support for this podcast comes from PayPal. Small business owner, PayPal QR codes are the safe and easy payment option. It's all the security PayPal is known for online, in person. Cash only, QR codes allow you to accept credit or debit with everyday low fees. No additional hardware or software needed. Use the app to generate your unique QR code. Customers scan your code with their PayPal app to pay you. Learn more at paypal.com slash us slash get QR code. This is episode number 121 with our guest, John Wellborn. Welcome to the Hidden Entrepreneur Show. My name is Josh Carey. You want in on a little secret? I was in hiding for 40 years. Yeah, I was hiding every part of myself in every situation. And I can tell you one thing. Hiding sucks. I'm now on a mission to help extraordinary people like yourself rediscover the world around you, connect beautifully with others, and excel tremendously in all you set out to do. Join in. It's The Hidden Entrepreneur Show. Welcome back. So good to have you joining us. You know what you're in the middle of. It's our ongoing eight-part series from our time spent at the all-day event called Podcast Row. Now, this is a really, really neat episode. Let me ask you this. Have you ever gotten the feeling that you are not heading in the direction you want to go in life? Well, of course, we've all been there, right? Well, our guest today knows that feeling so well, but he took the leap of faith to make a complete U-turn. John Wellborn is our guest, and he found himself experiencing a perfect storm of major life events all before his 28th birthday. For example, he witnessed his father go through a major heart attack just as his father was entering retirement. As he puts it, Imagine the message that that sent. You work hard your entire life, you retire, and then this happens, and your health suffers. Now, you know our health and existence on this planet is never guaranteed. If you have something you want to do, go take care of it now. That's the message of our guest, and John is certainly a living example of this. He is the founder of of a company called LiveWell30A, and their tagline is, Live Well, Love Much, Vacation Often. Who doesn't want all of those things? I was very excited to sit down with John as part of Podcast Row. I'm excited to have you listen in on my interview with John Wellborn. So here we are, one of my favorite times, face to face with an extraordinary person. It's the founder of Live Well 30A, John Wellborn. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Couldn't be a better last name, by the way. (laughs) Wellborn, okay, a lot to live up to, which you are living up to it. Your business, your the tagline is live well, love much, and vacation often. You're speaking my language. I want a vacation often. 
I really do. And I like your style of vacation. It's all beach. All beach. Yeah. Yeah. So what is 30A? So 30A is a collection of about 13 beaches between Panama City and Destin. Uh, 30A is a scenic highway, and our brand is Live Well 30A. And and what do you do? Who do you serve through that? So we get hundreds of thousands of vacationers who come through every year, summer and spring break mostly. It's it's a family destination. And you provide them with a variety of services to help their vacation as as good as it can be? Yeah, we have six businesses now that... that uh, that serve them in really any capacity you might need serving as a visitor to the area. Yeah. Hmm. Now I know your journey to this, um, you've been, you've been at this for over 10 years, this specific business. Yeah. So I moved down 13 years ago when I was 28 years old and I really did it just to take a year off of life and, and a little reset. And the intention was to go back to Atlanta, which is where I'm, I'm from. Uh, and I just never left, fell in love with the place found a lady I loved and, and now have a family and six businesses and hard to see us ever, ever living anywhere else. Were you always a business person? Yeah. So I had a, had an insurance career right out of college, basically started an insurance company the day after I graduated from college. And I built that for six years and, um, through, through what I call kind of a personal perfect storm, woke up on my 28th birthday and, and decided that I was in the wrong, not only the wrong lane, but I was headed the wrong direction. And I uh, flipped a U-turn, flipped a complete U-turn and uh, tore my life down to the foundation and decided to rebuild it kind of one piece at a time. What happened that you you realized? Were you just did you just take a look and you said, "Oh my goodness, I'm not happy," or was it something like that? Yeah, I like to say that that it's this personal perfect storm. There are these three events that happened, which was quickly. Uh, I went through a divorce all, all before my 28th birthday. Went through a divorce. Saw my dad go through a, a major heart attack uh, right as he was stepping into retirement after about a 40 year career. And the message I received from that was sacrifice all your life, build this, build this great, you know, career and fortune, and then be met with your first year to enjoy it and have this major health event. And of course the message was, man, your health may not be guaranteed. If you got something you want to do, you better, you better take care of it now. And, uh, and the third, the third piece of that was, um, really had built a very successful business by almost any measure and just wasn't satisfied. So I like to say it was those three things that that kind of all came together on that 28th birthday. But the truth is, since since you know my 10 years of adulthood, I'd been kind of living in a space of uh, doing doing what was safe, going the safe route, and uh, not taking risk, not trusting myself, not listening to my gut, not doing what I was put here on earth to do. And I was able to quiet that spirit up until my 28th birthday, at which point I said, you know what? It can't get any worse than this. I may as well go for what I've been feeling in my gut all along. Which was what exactly? You know, just uh, this feeling that there's got to be more. Um, this feeling that I was put on this earth for a purpose. Um, and I think after 13 years of, of living in that, I think the purpose is when it's all said and done, when it's time to be put in the ground, I want to be able to say that I added positivity to this place and that I gave something back to this world and that, hey, who knows, maybe even inspired some other people to, to make some positive changes in their life. Yeah, it's phenomenal. And when you can get to that 
place. It's it's everything because I'm finally at a similar place. Uh, for me, my two young children helped me see that and realize that uh, I can't continue to be the child in that relationship for much longer. Um, and I, I made the necessary changes I had to. Um, when you talk about your U-turn, was it a an immediate, quick, let's rip the Band-Aid off? Or was it, okay, I got to slow and steady this thing to turn around? For me, it was really quick. Um, and, and maybe that was because I could do it quickly or I, there was no downside to doing it slowly. So I said, let's just do it quick. And I was miserable. And so, so when I say I tore it down to the foundation, I changed my physical location. I changed my friends, my hobbies, how I took care of my body. I mean, you, you name it, uh, you name it, I changed it. And if I didn't change it immediately, I was open to changing it. And, uh, the things that came from that, it's just growing up, you know, it was just, a, it just, just, um, putting myself first probably for the first time in my life. So I, I, I love the tagline, live well, love much, vacation often. Is that, is that really a possible goal for anybody listening? Is that the goal? Is that a goal? Sure. You know, if certainly, uh, the first two, and if vacation's important to you, certainly the third one's possible too. Yeah. I mean, I'm proof of that. It's, uh, had I, if I had a chance to tell my 28-year-old self, hey, in 13 years, you're going to be in New York and you're going to be on a podcast that's compelling enough that somebody wants to interview you about it, um, not to mention you've got these businesses and you've got this awesome family and this awesome wife and these great kids, you know, it would have been unbelievable to say the least. And yet you've made it happen. Yeah, it's been, it's been, um, it, it's surreal. It, it doesn't feel real. Uh, since that 28th birthday, opportunities and doors have just opened themselves to me. And I've just walked through them. I hadn't said this all day today, but I said it to somebody outside, but I really feel this way. I don't feel as though I'm the one making the decisions. I feel like I'm just following this course and um, call it whatever you want. Call it gut, God, spirit, whatever you want to call it. But I, these opportunities just keep presenting themselves to me and I just keep keep going. I keep trucking along. And uh, hopefully that happens for a long time. I love that idea. I'm at a point in my life where I'm slowly but surely also experiencing that, just stepping into the next logical or feasible action and things do present themselves. What do you think needs to be in place for that? A sense of awareness, perhaps? You've got to be open-minded. Because it's real easy to, some of these ideas that I stepped through are weird at first, you know, they're, somebody else might look at them and say, man, why are you doing that? And like flying up to New York, you know, I mean, it's like, why are you doing that? And, and it's, so it's self-confidence. It's, uh, not being afraid of, of, uh, failing, you know? Um, yeah. So I, I think it's, I think it's a combination of all that. When you were in your insurance life, um, you, now you speak about, following your gut, your intuition, your path, um, what you're, what you're receiving. Was there a sense of that in the earlier life life, but you just ignored it? Just ignored it. Yeah. You just ignored it. Mm -hmm. Tell me about the 90, 10 like, deal. Yeah. Like I can remember it as a kid and, and look, there's nothing. I'm a, I'm an ordinary guy. Like there's nothing extraordinary about me except maybe my optimism. 
I think my optimism is higher than most people's. But other than that, I'm a really normal guy, yet I've been able to create this extraordinary experience the last the last 13 years. It's always been there. Um, yeah, you asked if it was always there. It's always been there. And, and yeah, it was just ignored until, and maybe not even ignored, just didn't have the self-confidence to act on it. I use that um, so, so much in my life. I, I always knew what I was capable of. And for decades, I ignored that because I didn't want to rock the boat. I didn't feel strong enough to, um, if I had the impression that people would uh, retaliate against my choices and my actions, and how could I? And I didn't feel that I'd be strong enough to, to deflect that. One thing I've learned the last 13 years is I had this impression that people cared about me way more than they do. You know, nobody cares at the end of the day. I mean, as long as you're healthy and happy, nobody really cares what, what you're up to. What are we saying? That um, you like we give so much weight and effort and thought to every every move we make that oh, somebody's going to say something, I'm going to look foolish, they're going to do this, they're going to say... Nobody's Nobody wa- cares. Nobody's watching. Nobody cares. It makes not yeah. one, one ounce of difference. Yeah. The 90-10 thing you asked about, you know, you know, pre-28 your 28th birthday, it was it was 90% listen to other people when it comes to your own life, they know more than you do. 10% trust yourself. And and the switch that's flipped is now it's, you know, 99% I trust myself and and 1% I'll seek some additional opinion. How do you today how do you live your day? Is it is it a mix of your life, is your business, is your vacation? Like, is it all just bundled up? All bundled up, yeah. Paint the picture. What's it like for you? Um, you spend all day on the beach? No, no. I'm on the beach every day, oh, really? but I don't spend every day on the beach. Um, and there's certainly days when, when there's a priority. Some days that priorities of the family or some days that priorities the business some days that priorities me and just my time uh, but it all kind of lives in harmony together I mean it's it's all one thing I I don't feel like I can separate my it's all me you know what I mean like it's 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 all business it's all family it's all my work is not work it's um it's a what I do is a pleasure man I don't view what I do as work it's fun for me, and it's. Um, I know that sounds weird to say that work is fun, but man, it's a joy to do what I do. We should all be so lucky, right? That's the deal. Absolutely. Tell me about a time, because because my my brand, the Hidden Entrepreneur, is is founded on the premise that I spent a lifetime hiding in fear. Tell me about a time, perhaps in your current world, uh, when you were hiding behind fear, but you knew you had to get through it. Like in since twenty eight, yeah, yeah. Well, today, I mean, let's talk about today. I mean, I'm. There was a voice in me today. This this three days leading up to it, going. Compared to the guests you've had on this show, what could I possibly have to add to that to your story that your audience would would see as valuable? But that's just self doubt. I mean, just just me being here is. It's so ridiculous that I'm here. It, it it really forces me to challenge a lot of my self-doubts and say, hey, if this is possible, because I know you guys, New York folk, you guys take this for granted. This is, 
normal day for you guys, and this is nothing extraordinary to you guys, but for a guy from the Panhandle of Florida who was selling insurance 13 years ago and has started a few businesses down in Florida, this is an extraordinary thing for me to be doing. And so it so it challenges those self-limiting beliefs. And now it's, well, hey, if that's possible, what else is possible? So there was, I mean, there's been, there's been fear. There's fear almost every day. I, I'm, I'm there with you with the, if this is possible, what's possible. I wasn't always, but in my, my new, new version of this life, it's, it's cliche for a reason, but it's whatever, whatever, right? Whatever you can see. Hey, the, the level of silliness has gotten so outrageous that it's like, okay, if it's this silly, then let's just go for the next batch of silliness. Tell me what that means. Yeah, I love that. I just mean like what I just said about sitting here with you today and tons of other experiences that I have all the time. You know, I mean, we have major celebrities that have relationships with us. I mean, I'm talking A-list celebrities that we interact with every day. I live at the beach. That's silly. (laughs) I have a beautiful wife and like the two prettiest kids you've ever seen. It's silly. It's crazy. And uh, it's like, so if so if we can have all this silliness, hey, let's just go for more. What's 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 the downside? How, right uh, on paper, everybody would sign up for that, but they don't. And they even given the paper, like here, just sign right there. No, 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 no. I, I can't. I, I I don't have a pen. Um, I I forgot how to write excuses. Right? right. Is that is is that what stops people? Fear, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Of, lack of self confidence. Yeah. Fear of uh, fear of uh, embarrassing themselves because again thinking that other people care about what you're doing. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Are you are you a tremendous ball of confidence? No. No, I would say that I certainly um, have my have my moments when I don't have confidence. Like when I was considering, you know, backing out of this thing, and it didn't last very long. I had, but I, that's something I had to overcome. So yeah. It, it usually ends with confidence, but it doesn't always begin with, sometimes it's a process to get there. You, in this business, financially successful, yes, on paper, that's, mm-hmm. that's for sure. Um, how do you, how do you embrace or accept, quote unquote, failure? I read a quote um, by actually a guy I went to uh, elementary school with. Do you know, are you familiar with The Blacklist? The TV show? No. So this is, um, I'm going to butcher what this actually yeah. is, but basically it's a, it's a, it's this thing that my friend from elementary school started. His name's Franklin Leonard. And he circulates scripts of all the movies that didn't get made in Hollywood that year uh, between the who's who of Hollywood. And, and basically from what I understand, he says, it's a survey. And he says, which one of these movies do you wish had gotten made? And based on the survey results, I think this is how it works. He goes out and gets funding to have those made. And because of that, Academy Awards have come from that. I mean, he is he's among Hollywood's elite at this point. He is hugely famous and hugely successful. But his quote that I read in one of his books was, I spent my first 30 years actively avoiding failure. More recently, I have... Um, I'm paraphrasing here, but more recently... I don't believe there's a failure I can't overcome, so I'm looking for more risks to take. Some, something, like, something along those lines. But the point is, he he looks for. There's no failure, I think, that I can't overcome at this point, and and I, I feel the same way. Wow, and that's to to be successful as anybody defines it for themselves. You need to approach 
with that attitude? You know, yeah, because think about the worst case scenario. It's really not that bad. I was walking here from 21st Street this morning, and, you know, there's guys sleeping on the street. It's really not that bad. There's a quote that I picked up in college, one of the few things I remember from college, but the, but the quote was a poem or a piece of a poem. It said, I once had the blues because I had no shoes until upon the street I met a man with no feet. And that stuck with me for the last, uh, you know, 21 years. And it's like when you think about fear and failure and all that, really put some time and sit with a worst-case scenario. Hey, Sit with dying. I mean, that's going to talk about failure. I mean, that's going to happen. We're going to be in a in the dirt at one point. And, uh, you know, if that's your worst thing, that's going to happen anyway. The worst case is typically not that bad. So people people get all worked up in this fear of, fear of failure, when in reality the worst thing isn't that bad. You say, think about dying I've thought about dying much of my life and it scared the heck out of me and really confused me and I didn't know how to process it. Now I think about it in the more positive way, meaning I use it for the good. Uh, I approach every moment because my, my two adoring children have a profoundly positive impact on how I approach everything in life. What I, what I do now is because I realize life can come to an end any moment without warning. And even best case scenario, I got 50 years, right? That's best case. And then it'll, and that, that's going to happen in the blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. Um, so with that, I realized that every single moment I spend with my children, should it be my last, I want it to be as significant and ideal as possible. And even if it's not the last, I mean, if 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 we're all going to check out at some point, don't you want those moments and and the time you spend on this planet to be of value and 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 in a state of positivity rather than focusing on what's wrong or focusing on things that worry you or stress you out or worrying about failing, you know? Um, and, it, and it's it's a practice, you know. It's not something that it's not something that just happens automatically every day, but it's something that if you surround yourself with the right input. And, and uh, make sure it's a, a top focus, you can have it most of the time. It is a practice. And people entering this frame of mind or this practice because they've identified really what's important to them in their journey and what they want, there's a, a different level of excuse or resistance to it. Some people who are nowhere near will just, oh, I can't, but you don't know me and my life, and it doesn't work that way, and this and that, and all the okay, they're a little further from that um, surrender, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will leave you with this final question. John Wellborn, how would you like to be remembered? You know, my, my my instinct, my gut reaction to that is don't spend too much time remembering me. Go do your own life. Go live your own life. I, uh, you know, enjoy me while I'm here. And then when I'm gone, go enjoy somebody else. Wow. I've, I've, I ask that question to, to all of my guests, and that's probably the most amazingly unique and profound and honest and beautiful answers. That's, Thank you. That sits well with you. That, that, that feels right, huh? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. When it's over, you can just throw me out of the back of the pickup truck and 
move on, move on to somebody else. Is that true? Yeah. 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 Because I want to make the most of my time here. And once that's done, it's time for somebody else. Fascinating. You're fascinating, sir. I thank you for coming on. Thank you, man. It's a great time. I appreciate you. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to The Hidden Entrepreneur Show. Make sure to subscribe through iTunes or Google Play so you can get notified every time we publish a new episode. And we'd love to hear your thoughts with an honest review on iTunes. Finally, follow us on your favorite social media platforms to keep the conversation going with Josh Carey and today's guest. Until next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.